Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of Unapologetic wow. Black. I am your host, Rich, joined by my co-host, Jamal. Yeah. And today we got a very oh. special guest uh, with us in the building. Uh, we got a, a, a nice little old head. He raised me coming up, you know, when I was going through the NCO course and everything like that. Uh, Master Gunner Sar Morris Mayfield, a.k.a. the Marine Mamba. AKA the Green Beast. If you know, if you guys in food service, you know this man. He is a living legend. Uh, welcome. Oh, decline. That was my fault. <laughs> Could you hear? Can you hear us? He might be frozen. Might be. He might be frozen at this point. Yeah, because he still got the same face. Yep. Like he didn't move at all. No blink, no nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, you probably on the other side. Like, nah, I'm blinking. You can see me. Probably. <laughs> We're going to give him some time. To- can you guys hear me? Oh, look, at, look at him. He's blinking. There we go. <laughs> Wait, he froze again. Oh, man. He must got that. Uh, uh, that, uh, got that, that, uh, internet. that internet that Gerald had out in the. Uh, I'm about to say, right? yeah, I was like, like I can hear everything. Man, I'm over here laughing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so maybe I don't know. It's not us. We good. We have some technical some technical difficulties, people. Oh so, man, uh, we can't even know, get the word man. technical out tonight. So you know that's how technical these difficulties are. But we gonna we gonna get everything together. Y'all hear me? Uh, so every now and then, start making like the little smiley face. <laughs> And now, now your thing is circling out. It might be your Wi-Fi. I think it's time to get better, Weefy. Yeah, you're probably so out there. With Masters, where you at? You you on the Zoom? Can you hear probably, guys? Hear me now? Yes, that's better. Okay. All right. All it's right. probably that East Coast internet. <laughs> Not you talking <laughs> about East Coast internet, yeah. dog. I'm it's on the East Coast, Coast. internet. That, that's that Lejeune internet. No, nah, that's the back. It's storming outside right now. So that's my. <laughs> but welcome. Uh, like always, we start every episode with a mental health check in, uh, you know, making sure that everybody's good. We always want to make sure that everybody's right and in good mental. So starting off with you, Mass Guns, how's your, how's your day going? How's everything going with you? <laughs> well, you know, I'm good. I'm, any, any day above ground is a good day so that's how i feel about it that's good that's good what's going on jamal how you how you, how your day going uh you know it's better uh so izzy got sick on saturday and then again on monday mm. so i had to like cancel the black panther ticket so it was like it was a shame because it was the first time i had like bought the tickets ahead of time like i was planning i was like mm-hmm. yeah i'm about the tickets I'm a, you know i'm gonna get my seats preserved and everything nope she got sick on me so it was like mm. oh man let me go ahead and I'm not gonna lie to you. I haven't even, I didn't even reserve tickets. I just, I want to go see it, but I want all the hype to get out of the way. Everybody go, they see it. And then when I go see it, it's just me in the movie theater, not me and 90 other people. Right. That's why I wanted to ride the hype wave from the front row. Like we had front row tickets. Like you weren't even gonna spoil the scene before I seen it. It was like, Mm -hmm. nah, I'm right there to watch it. Like you, (laughs) you behind me. I had to stay off the internet. But uh, I'm good, man. Um, I'm getting ready to move again. Oof. 
So we got to play. We got we got our place. Uh, we'll start moving again tomorrow. I got the keys. Picked everything up today. So cool, cool, cool. I'm do that I mean, move again. At least to pick out the place is out of the way. Like at least uh, it wasn't right. even picking out the place. It was paying for the shit. I mean, every time I turn around, I'm dropping two, three thousand dollars on some shit, and that's what's making me mad. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I got to pay for some shit. But into today's topic. We are talking about senior leadership, and that's why I went and I grabbed one of the most senior people that I know um, from my time in the Marine Corps, uh, who is very knowledgeable, and he's not uh, what I would call so high up that he's unapproachable. You know what I'm saying? There was a lot of people like that from with me going through. They, you know, they rank was so high you couldn't talk to them. You know, outside of a good morning, they didn't want to speak to you. You know, you weren't on their level. And he's not one of these dudes. He's one of those dudes where you can speak to him. If he was a PFC that just came in or if you the old salty man that just came in, he's one of those guys. So start off, uh, if you could, uh, Master Sergeant, uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, your story, your history, and, and how you got to where you are today. Okay. Well, first and foremost, thank you guys for having me on. Um, I appreciate it. I'm proud of you. I'll say that out, out, out the gate, you know. Um everybody doesn't have get to see these type of success stories you know uh stay in stay in the military you know you right. can still be successful outside of it so i'm proud of you for that uh for me my story obviously starts in new orleans i was born and raised in new orleans uh grew up uptown and came in the marine corps many moons ago uh been 26 years now mm. and uh you know, came in, came in typical, typical knucklehead, um, trying to find myself. Um, but I've always tried to to stay humble and stay close to the old heads. You know, I didn't think I was going to be the old head, but, you know, uh, always kind of stayed, stayed grounded and never forgot where I came from. Um, I never had any meritorious promotions, so I literally went from private all the way up to uh, where I am yeah. now. Walked the so, Yeah. So I never forgot where I came from. Um, I, and I think I owe my, sec my success first and foremost to God. Um, second, my upbringing. And uh, third, which is equally important, is those that were around me. You, you know, uh, all my ranks, I, I owe it to those that supporting staff, that that PFC that followed direction, that Lance Corporal that followed directions, they made me who I am. You know, um, I've always had the the family concept. I know it's a team concept, but uh, I think when you consider family, um, you're more invested in the ones that are around you, and you want to see everybody win. When you look at it from a family standpoint, when you look at it from a team a team standpoint. You know, everybody wants to be a star, you right. know, as a family, you know, if one of us win, we all win. You know, if I eat, everybody eat. So whenever I've gotten promoted, I've always made sure that I um, I identified those that were around me. I'm not the one sweeping, you know what I'm saying? But because we were recognized because the place was clean, I wasn't the one physically doing it. So I need to make sure that everybody around me um, feels appreciated. So I think, in my opinion, that's how.
how I got to where I am. So, okay. So, it, how do you think the times have changed as you went from private to Mascar and Sarn? So, you went from the lowest to the low to the top of the top. How have you seen? the times change, right? Whether it comes from how you how leadership was back then versus to how it is now. But when I and first- do you think, And do you think it's going in the right, I know this is a, a loaded question, but do you think it's going in the right direction? Yeah, that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll say this, when I first came in, um, I, was, I was fortunate to be around a lot of knowledgeable people. Um, a lot of in-your-face leadership. Um, okay. I, I had leaders, leaders that would put their hands on me, you know, like literally, hey, you know, get you in the right direction. Obviously, that's not allowed now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we have, due to technology, we have gotten smarter, but I, I think... Um, what is a big change from back then to now is holding on to those traditions and mm-hmm. and the and the pride. Um, one of the biggest disparities that seems to have increased from when I came in was understanding you joined for a reason. You left that for a reason. Um, and I think a lot of the younger service members have forgotten that they want to bring the block with an institute mentality with you and it's like this ain't where you at you know you know that this is an this is an institution you know and i've always tried to tell young marines or anybody that talks to me this is a corporate business Mm -hmm. the business of war has been going on as long as this nation has been going on Business is good. And then when you look at the business model of the military, um, for the Marine Corps, they've been doing it for 247 years. So coming into an institution, there are foundations that will not change. And you either need to understand that you have to adjust to them and find your way in them or you just don't need to be a part of it. Hmm. You know, and that, that's just the reality of, of, of it. You joined an institution. The institution didn't join you. Right, right. And, you know, we all left home for something. You know, oh, I, I wanted to get my college paid for. Uh, I just wanted to get a for sure paycheck. Uh, I wanted to make a... You wanted to join for something because where you were at, you were stagnant. You didn't see you progressing where you were at. So now that you've transitioned into the military, the the struggle that a lot of us have, you know, and that honestly has kind of pretty pretty much been the same story, even for me, is trying mm-hmm. to find who you are, but at the same well, yeah. time, never forgetting, I left home for a reason. Mm-hmm, I, right. I left reason and i'm here to achieve something and in order to get something that i want i gotta go through something i gotta mm-hmm. go through whether it's dealing with can i curse on him yeah, yeah absolutely okay. 
<laughs> whether I got to I got to deal with an asshole, you know, I got to deal with a coward. I got to deal with somebody that's go hide behind a rank. I didn't join for them. So I refuse to allow them to dictate how and when I decide I'm going to transition out of the military because the military, right. they go get whatever they got to get out of you. Right. Right. I don't care what branch it is. They go get what they got to get out of you. They've invested in you. They go get a return on their investment one way or the other. But the question you got to ask yourself is, what did I come in here for and what am I trying to obtain? And I got to go through something to get to where I am. So it's either you're going to be the immature person and try to buck the system. And, you know, this me, you know, what I'm saying I'm back on the block. This won't rock like that. OK, I, I got it. Let's see which one. Big bank take little bank. Let's see how this goes. They kick you out. You prove your point. I did it my way. They kicked me out. OK, now you got to deal with the adverse effects that come along with that. You right. got to play the game where you fit in at. So to answer the question as far as what do I see that uh, has changed, we have become a, a smarter nation, but a more sensitive uh, nation. Um, you got a lot. When I came in, I was coming in with guys who served with people that was in Vietnam. And, mm -hmm. and we know how rough that was. Right. You know, you, you know, and then you had the Desert Shield guys that was training me. You know, they they were mm -hmm. around for those kind of things. They were on a downslope of them coming out when I came in, but they were hard. They were mm -hmm. hard. They they actually seen combat and they they knew what it took to get to a certain level, and they honored their path. Um, I so think. Where do you think it changed that? Because if if you learn from Desert Storm, Desert Shield, you learn from them. Yeah. I learn from you guys. I you know Afghanistan Operation Enduring Freedom, Iraqi Freedom. Right, because that's what I learned. If from. Everyone's learning from that same mentality. Where do you think that shift changed? Where <clears> it's <throat> no longer that mentality. I think that the the shift came when um, we we forgot. The basic fundamentals the basic fundamentals was no longer important it was like what's the new shiny toy right like a cell phone right cell phone comes out ooh bells and whistles is this and that but what what is the overall mission of the the cell phone is to make a call mm -hmm. right we got so caught up in all the the bells yeah, and whistles things, okay. we diluted what the ultimate purpose Go. is you know, it's, it's hey, we're here. We're here to, to win wars, fight battles, uh, respect traditions, uphold the Constitution. Right. Just th that's just the basic things and honor and respect one another. That brotherhood, that sisterhood, that camaraderie, that's the ground floor. But what has buried under that is the technology and the. You know, we want we want to blend into society. We want to change for society. And, and, and that's where the friction is. You join to separate yourself from them to be an upper echelon of what the ideals and what right looks like. We have all made a decision, the conscious decision that we're going to sacrifice our life for a stranger. Right. That separates you. I don't care who you are. That separates you from a lot of people. 
And that's to be respected. But you also got to realize that there was people that laid the foundation before you that you should respect them as well. And that shifted again with technology because the window dressing, the lipstick mm -hmm. on the pig, you know, we start focusing more on that. You know, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Ladies and right. gentlemen, we're we're in the business of, of, of war. Whether you're supporting somebody on the front lines or you actually the person that's out there pulling the trigger. That's the business. I'm not here for you. I'm not here for your feelings. You know, and I agree with that. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I believe that, that was the, that's the foundation of being a Marine. Where I where I took issue at with a lot of stuff is when and it's not the institution, it's the individual. And a lot of people, I believe, had a had a had a hard time separating the difference between the institution and the individual, right? Because I'll come in and we'll get I get promoted to sergeant and now I'm I'm in I'm the one in charge of training Marines, right? And I remember when I came up, I watched my NCOs do everything. My corporals did everything. My sergeants did everything. And then somewhere along the way, it's shifted to now they weren't doing anything. And the NCO or the staff NCOs are the ones that are now doing everything, right? They're the ones that's hands-on training. And mm -hmm. what I started to run into was like, wait, I want, I want to be the one that trains my Marines. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I was, that's how I was brought up. I want to be the one to do that. How do you think, and this is even for those that are still in, how do you think they can speak to their staff and CEOs to let them know, hey, look, I'm the one that's supposed to be training them. I'm not saying that you're not supposed to be here, but you're supposed to be in the background. You are the, the background person while your NCOs are your bulldogs, the ones that are getting and grinding with those junior Marines. Right. Or those or those junior sailors or, you know, or, or, or soldiers or whatever. Or do you believe or do you think that it should be more hands on with staff and COs as far as the training and the and the groundwork? Here's my here's my logic. The whatever branch you're in. You have become a subject matter expert at wearing that rank. Mm -hmm. Right. You are so good at that rank, they promoted you. So who's the best person to teach him how to be a sergeant? Staff sergeant. The staff sergeant. Staff sergeant. So the staff mm -hmm. sergeant should be invested in you to make sure that you are proficient at becoming their replacement. Mm -hmm. So in my opinion, it, it, it's a two-way street. I'm still supposed to mentor and guide you and train you, but I'm also allowing you to be empowered. The one thing that I don't like is I got my rank. You need to figure it out. Mm. That's kind of like, that's kind of like, you know, the age old tradition in black houses. When you graduate, you need to get out of my house. Mm -hmm. You figure it out. Tell me who had it all figured out at 18. Not a soul. Not a soul, right? That's why a lot of us joined the military. <laughs> but you also got to think about it. When you left your house, did the title of your parents change? Nah. They're still your parents, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're still their child, right? So that means you didn't job, gain infinite knowledge the moment you left either. The job still needs to be done. Right. So I'm going to let you go out here and I'm going to let you 
stumble. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you know what your left and right lateral limits are. Hey, this is your sectors of fire. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. I should be invested in you to make sure that you don't repeat the same mistakes that I made. And I'm also there to let you get the opportunity to do things that I didn't, I wasn't able to do. I may have been micromanaged my whole career. Well, I'm not going to micromanage you, mm-hmm. but I said, token, you're going, I'm going to give you the opportunity to lead your Marines and, and train your Marines. But in order to do that, I must properly educate you. So it's a constant cycle. I got to feed you while you feeding them. Unfortunately, I've ran into the Everybody got to know. Because the reality of it is, if I drop dead tomorrow, the machine still runs. So why should I hold all this knowledge to myself? I need to give you the game right? where it continues on. But that's what we've run into. That's what I've I've run into in a lot of, you know, Marines that I've worked with, I've run into is they run into that leader that, that they don't want you to be where they are, right? They want you to stay down there and they want to keep that separation, right? I've had, I've legit had sergeants look corporals in the eye and say, as long as I'm here, you'll never get promoted to sergeant. I've had staff and SEALs look sergeant, as long as I'm here, you'll never get promoted because they wanted to keep that separation, right? And I understand, I understand that most leaders are not like that, but it's kind of like that rotten apple, you know, in the bunch, you know, you got to start pulling, you see one rotten apple and then you just assume, the whole bunch is spoiled because you've seen one rotten apple. How how do how do you think people can fix that relationship with those that are just like, nah, I'm you know I'm here, y'all stay down there. Like I'm gonna work on getting promoted myself, and then I'll let you come up after I've come up. What's meant for me will be for me. All right. Mm-hmm. Um. I will not lose my shine by spreading light on you. So for me, that kind of logic makes absolutely no sense. But to answer your question, um, I always tell people, be the change that you want to see. Create that semper fidelis around yourself, Mm -hmm. right? So if you have that piss poor leader that... um, selfish leader then you be selfless to those that follow behind you you give them the game because at the end of the day that's the beautiful thing about technology that has changed from my day mm-hmm. everything you need to know to get promoted to elevate yourself is right at your hey just pull it up right you, um, you so know what I'm saying you work around that mm-hmm you, you work around that. Eventually, that person is going to move on, get exposed, or whatever it is. You know, it, it's, not, it's not a cookie-cut answer because mm-hmm. it is a challenge, especially if they're wearing rank and they have some kind of say <coughs> in um, your evaluation, your fitness reports or, or, or counselings or whatever like that. They play a role in that. However, uh, you take care of your Marines, you do the things that you're supposed to do, you educate yourself. So when they come to you with a lackluster uh, 
counseling or fitness report, their evaluations. Well, there are things that you need to do to kind of combat that. Because if I know I'm going to get counseled at the end of the month, I'm going I'm to ask, can I have a conversation with you on the 15th? Mm-hmm. I'm going to sit down. Where do you see me at? According to this, 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 and this, where do you see me at? And then you document that. You sit down and you literally write down things that you've done throughout the month and you actually be honest with yourself where I'm at. So there's no surprise at the end of the month because once that counseling sheet's done and once that fitness report is done, it's hard to fight that. Mm-hmm. But if I'm forcing, to ha- forcing you to have these conversations with me, I'm forcing you to do your job. Your job is to lead, mentor, guide, and train. Fuck your feelings. Do your job. I'm going to force you to do your job. And when it's time for me to be evaluated, it's hard for you to justify why I'm not getting promoted because now I got documented proof. So now I need to bring this to somebody higher than you because now what you're saying and what, what actually happened, they're not jiving, brother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be an asshole all you want, but there's so much knowledge that's available to young service members to combat piss poor leadership. Right. It's not it's not a perfect science. You got to put in the work and you got to have a level of maturity not to react to the stupidity. Mm-hmm. So I know at our like lower listed in levels, mm-hmm. we see a lot of things that we would prefer to change. Are there some things like that you see happening from a higher point? Like I know, at least from my standpoint, uh, I know he said master gunnery sergeant. But for me, that's an E9. So. Right. Uh, for the rest of us out there, like you, you don't get to be that high up without seeing some bullshit happening from below or hearing something's happening. And like, I know a lot of it is like, oh, this soldier's crying because they think this, you know, didn't happen. And like, some of that is our own fault from a lower enlisted standpoint. But mm-hmm. sometimes, like, I feel like we complain and we say something and we never see anything happen. Is there like a standpoint or anything that you see from your standpoint? From my standpoint, what I see is again, it goes back to the it goes back to the education piece. Right. You know, for me, uh being food service, I've always told people I don't care how low the rank is or how high the rank is, a food service person go tell you exactly what's on their mind. They go tell you what's wrong. Easily. The problem is how they tell you. That's where the problem is because you got to think about it. You both, are, you both are successful guys. If I came up to you like, say, bro, what's happening? Look, let me, you know, let me, let me shoot some, some shit in your ear. Let me you know, automatically how I approach you puts you at a. You look at me different. Mm-hmm. Certain things. Are going to shut down in your mind on there's a lack of intelligence here and how i'm going to answer this is probably not oh i'm going to kind of tune most of this stuff out we're terrible at utilizing the systems that are in place so if there is something that is a legitimate concern there are several avenues that you can approach 
and that you can articulate it a certain type of way to get other people's attention. There's a lot of things. We just don't use those functions. But when you look at those guys from up there, they use them every day, all day. When they have to go talk to the three-star, they got to go talk to the four-star. They have all their little documents. You know, they have their $50 words that they use. There's the formats that they use. They want to make sure the formatting is in there just to have a five-minute conversation. Mm-hmm. Right? Whereas for us, we'll be like, oh, this is bullshit. Did, whoever thought of this idea is dumb. You're right. It is dumb. But how you said it sounds dumber. Right. So from from where I sit, we don't, as senior leaders, we don't do a good job of educating those that come behind us on how the game is played. Right. You know what I'm saying? We, 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 we got the cheat code, but it's like we still holding on to it like we don't have an expiration date in this thing. Right. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I fell into that trap. I was the... I'm going to tell you what I'm thinking, but I've always been upfront with it. Like, no, that's stupid. Why would we do that? Rather than saying, hey, uh, hey, you think think we could possibly do it this way? Like, maybe do this and this instead? Rather, you know, but me, and that's where I found myself in a lot of trouble. It's like, damn, you always bucking the system. I'm like, well, damn, y'all always got something dumb on the board. But I, I, I never, I didn't understand that until... At later on in my career, where I'm like, dang, I probably could have said that like a lot. I probably could have addressed that way better. I probably could have yeah. did this better, which would have made him listen and at least be more receptive to the idea of, hey, this is probably what will help the Marines better on the watch. Like, hey, Gunny, if we're going to have a three watch, let's actually have a three watch. Not a, everybody comes in every day and you just split us into three different groups type of deal that was going on. But yeah. off of that, we're going to move into you and your uh, extracurricular activities, your businesses, <laughs> your, 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 all your stuff. How do you manage a married man, kids, full-time Marine, Oof. full-time businessman? How, 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 you got you to gotta tell me. It's the game plan for the song. All I do is go to school and I'm already tired of these kids. <laughs> <laughs> How, Look, I was tell, tell, tell us a little bit about it, and just for so y'all know, I bought this man's clothing money. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I, it's we make we make we make excuses for what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we, do. we we justify why we're doing something. But when it's something of value to us that can put us to a different level, we allow so many excuses to come in to prevent us from that. You know, I'm a father. I got to be responsible. I got to make sure my bills. I can't I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? But, oh, man, the new Jordans came out. So I pay this. I do this. I do. We go find a way to justify why we got that. Right. Right. Um, For me. I looked at what I did early on in my career. My first four years, I worked hard for the Marine Corps and I partied hard because I wasn't in my mama house. <laughs> right. And that four years went by so fast. I was like, wait a minute. Like I literally got my ass chewed by my first sergeant 
because I had six months left in the Marine Corps and I had nothing planned. Like he went, he put me at the position of attention and cussed me out. Because I, I came in, he's like, "What you gonna do when you get out? Go back to New Orleans?" Like, yeah, I don't, I ain't think about, it. I ain't think about it. Like, you know, you get out in six months, and when I said for real, he lost it, right? And when I was sitting there and I, I did my reenlistment, I sat back and I was like. I don't have nothing to show for this other than the fact that I I accomplished boot camp. Um, I got promoted a couple of times. But what does that mean outside the Marine Corps? You know, um, so how I started doing all the things that I wanted to do was I wanted to be different. I, again, I left home for a reason, and I wanted to be able to show people that there was another side of New Orleans, that everybody wasn't Master P, everybody wasn't Baby, everybody wasn't Lil Wayne, everybody wasn't Juvenile, you know what I'm saying? Because every time I said I was from New Orleans, that everybody automatically, you know Juvenile, you know no P. You know, and when I came in, way back when I came in, oh, so you think you bought it, bought it. We <laughs> so, but what I saw as a child, I, I saw these guys, the drug dealers, I saw the, the, the athletes, the musicians, but I never saw me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do any of that. Who represents me? So I said, well, I'm going to represent me because I know there's more people like me. I'm just an average dude. So that's how I began that entrepreneurial feeling mm-hmm. in the Marine Corps. And what I started doing was I started minimizing the bullshit. I started maximizing stuff that was a benefit to me. What I mean by that is instead of going to the club, I picked up a book. Instead of watching a movie i watch documentaries on, on entrepreneurs mm. you know i learned about what well, well who the hell is carl canine i ain't from new york so i don't know nothing about all that stuff you know well who who are these dudes from fubu who's russell sent so i start digging into it and mm-hmm. behind those things and then i was like okay how can i do some of this stuff but still do my job. So I made sure that I went hard at work. And when I wasn't doing work for the Marine Corps, my free time was very calculated to do those. Like when I, that's why I told you, we can talk as long as y'all want. I don't care. But when Mm -hmm. I get off with you, when I get off with you, I'm going to be working on my wife's website. Um, I got some new product I'm, I'm working on to come out. I got to got to sign some books that I got to put in the mail that somebody bought. I use those. I'm strategic with the with the time, so mm. I want to change the narrative for my kid. I always tell people, I ain't ashamed of it. I came out the Melphamine Project. My kids will never understand what the hell that is. They'll know what a class project is. 
but, but never the projects. But never the projects. You know what I'm saying? And I want and and my goal at this point in my career is to show younger Marines, the youngest service members, that it's okay to work on you while in. Right. Again, the military will get what they got to get out of you. So why not get what you got to get out of them? Mm-hmm. So how I how I do all of my businesses is, is I sacrifice some of those luxuries, you know, like sitting back. Let me, like, you know, the Pelicans playing right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but, but we we breaking bread. To me, this is beneficial. Right, right. You know what I'm saying. So if eventually I'll find out what the score is, I'll be all right. You know what I'm saying. I'm cool with that. All right, Zion not playing tonight anyway. I know, but we still hanging in there. It's a home. It's, don't Zion out for that. It's okay. I mean, they're not doing bad. Job just doing his thing. Job, job went crazy in the first oh, quarter. That's a, that's a whole nother thing. That's a whole new beast. Like that's a whole nother thing. So speaking but of these new beasts, uh, speaking of the beast, I've seen you right, as Rich. an athlete, <laughs> and uh, you as an athlete. I'm talking about. Look, Marine Corps pays me for three miles. Marine Corps gets. <laughs> Three miles. They don't get three point <laughs> one. They don't get three. They get three exact miles because that's what they pay me for. This man here says I'm gonna multiply all of that marathons left and right. Twenty six <laughs> miles. Thirteen Ooh. miles is a warm up for him. Ooh. What got you into that mindset of of running marathons? And what 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 made you want to do something like that when you're only paid to do three? It actually goes back to the first question y'all asked, the mental check, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it started in Afghanistan. Um, couldn't sleep a lot of times, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like you really, even though I was in a safe area, you're not really safe, you mm-hmm. know? And that kind of is in your head. You're always on alert. So I really wasn't sleep. So I just started running. Hmm. What I discovered when I was running, uh, it was a stress reliever for me going to, the, you know, I would go work out like I'll go work out like at two o'clock in the morning because the gym over there was like 24 hours. So I would go to the gym and then I go run to the flight line and stuff like this. And, and I would have a sense of peace while I'm out. there, And my mind began to open up. And my business ideas start coming I would brain. I would brain. I brainstorm when I work out. Mm. When I work out, I literally brainstorm. And so I made those long miles come from me actually trying to shoot holes in my ideas that just came in my head. So I'm mm. out there. Okay, well, did this come at you like this? Or what about this color scheme or this? Or that? You're not even focused on the run. No. By the time I realized, like shit, I got to get back home. I am. 10 miles down the road, I got to get back. You know, so I'm out there. It's a, it's a stress reliever because it's a time where nobody's out there with me. It's just me, me and God. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to put my religious beliefs on anybody. But that's my, that's my meditation time when I'm out there, where it's like I have a lot of clarity. And when I come back, you know, I got all this stuff going on. Sometimes I'll stop in the middle of my run and I'll take my phone out. And I'm like, oh, I got to write that down. That was 
I don't know where that came from, but that sound fire. I'm dropping bars out this motherfucker, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> and um, but that's that's um, that's how it started. It started in Afghanistan, and then I realized it was, it was a calming mechanism for me, you know, because the wind blows wrong, I, it, I get pissed off, you know. I, 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 you know, so working on my temper working on uh, controlling my emotions, I put that extra energy into, you know, the lifting the weights, the, um, the boxing, the, 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 the cardio. Um, some, it, it mellows me out. Like before I talked to y'all, I, I bathed my kids. I, I ran, I got on the, the Peloton, you know? So when I came and sat down and talked to y'all, I got the shower, I'm cool, I'm, I'm, I'm mm. relaxed. So, but that's how that started. Okay. You look like you got some, Jamal. Yeah. So my question was going to be, um, I know for the army anyway, uh, we're down to like a all time low as far as recruiting goes. Mm -hmm. uh, what would you say to the next young Marine or the next young, uh, any service member out there that might be listening that's on the verge of come up that might think, oh man, you know, I really want to be like this guy. Like, I want to get to the top of my game and I want to, like, see where this could take me because I'm not built for the sports. I'm not built to be, you know, like the next drug dealer or anything like that. I'm just a regular dude. Like, I don't – or a regular person, sorry. I'm a regular person. I'm, I'm okay in school. I'm okay at this. I'm okay at that. But – maybe the Marines or maybe the army might be a good bet for me. What would you tell them? What I, what I would tell them is we have the blueprint to success. Everybody wants to be successful. Everybody. You won't be successful in something. I'm walking. I'm a walking, talking blueprint. Why not take this blueprint and do what you do with it. Build the foundation. Once you got the solid foundation, you can build whatever kind of house you want to build on it. So whether it's the Marine Corps, whether it's the Navy, whether it's the Army, whether it's the Coast Guard, whether it's the Air Force, Space Force, whatever it is, you know, why not? You know, my yeah. thing is, my, my thing is, why not? It, it's you go go to college for four years. You know, you you go that four years is literally going to go go by so fast. It really is. So what I would say to them is if you're thinking about if you're thinking about it or you want to make a change in your life, and if you're looking at me, I'm an average guy. I just decided to do above average things. It's a it's attainable. That's the beauty of it. You can go and do this thing, but be strategic about it. Be strategic about it. You know it's a four-year commitment. Within that four years, you at a minimum can get an associate's degree. At mm -hmm. a minimum, get an associate's degree. Within that four years, at a minimum, you can come out, out with $10,000, $15,000 saved in the bank, in a four-year time span, you could diversify your funds and literally have 
stock, have a stock portfolio in four years, um, you can put yourself in a position where you can own property, right? Let's just say in four years, you've PCS twice. You can have properties in two different states mm -hmm. in a four-year time span. You can do all of this stuff in a four-year time span. All you got to do is be committed to what you want to do. The only payback, the only payback you got to do is show up on time, do your job, wear the uniform with pride, make sure you shave your face, make sure you get haircuts, <laughs> make sure you keep your room clean. Bruh, that's the freest, easiest hustle you can ever do. You ain't got to look over your over your back. The police ain't coming after you. They paying you to do this stuff. They're going yeah. to one service member. They spend a minimum of $20,000 on one service member to get through boot camp and to get a skill. They're paying you to do that. Then they spend millions of dollars on a facility a gym you can use at your leisure to keep yourself in shape. They go give you a place to stay. They go pay you on the first and you can do whatever you want with that money. Then, oh, by the way, you can go to school and you can study that something that has nothing to do with your MOS. So basically, you can have two different types of careers. They certified me in this skill over here, but I went to school and got a degree in this. That's a free hustle to me. Mm. That's, that's what I would say to a young person. We have to talk about that quality of uh, living, them houses that they put us in. But I'm not going to you. They put us we playing devil's advocate. What did he lie? He told you you can go to nah. school for free? I'm he just joking about the barracks because he know the type of barracks we stay in. Oh, yeah, hey, no, go, absolutely. Sometimes hey, it'd be hey, like... Go, go see, go, go, to, go to a freshman barrack. I mean, a, fer, a freshman's Dorm room ain't too different. Dog, yeah. I cleaned out my brother's dorm room when COVID hit. I stole his mini fridge. Like that, that giant, he barely had enough room for that mini fridge in there. Yeah, that's true. So uh, how do you think your career panned out as well? How do you no 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 no? I'm gonna make sure I work this to where you can actually answer <laughs> as as a black man. Mm. How do you do you believe you were giving you were given and have you seen most do you believe most black men are given a fair chance in the military right i've i've read i've read articles that talked about um black males punishments being harsher right so you know white counterpart black counterpart they'll both get njp for a dui right mm -hmm. But the white counterpart, when they said statistically speaking, would receive a lesser punishment and the black counterpart would receive a harsher punishment. He'll get maxed out and they won't even second guess about it where the white counterpart like his might be suspended for a little bit, you know, and if he gets in trouble again, then we'll do this. Do you believe I, I know that you don't I know that we all believe that that racism doesn't exist inside the military. We understand that. Right. We know it doesn't exist. But do you believe that there are differences or do you believe that you're given a fair chance no matter what? 
the system is designed and it works exactly the way it's supposed to work for who it's meant for. Hmm. Um, when it comes down to punishment in my in my time, I think the, sometimes the punishment does not necessarily fit the crime across the board. Okay. Those that may seem like they have gotten harder punishments that were deemed, oh, they wouldn't have did this to so-and-so, you might want to kind of look at that track record leading up to that. Okay. Right. Um, we, we, we highlight this moment, but on backtrack, everything that led up to place. You know what I'm saying? But you got to also look at it like this. Um, you you can do a whole lot of great things. All it takes is one thing to to, to knock all that off. You know, there's been times where I've been at people's NJPs. He, he is a great Marine at work. It was like, I got it, Gunny. But uh, this happened out in town. At work? <laughs> but he made a mistake. I think the Marine is a salvageable Marine. And they still got hammered. It is what it is. So I can't say that the, 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 the darker colored Marines got a more severe punishment. Okay. Um, I, what I will say is it could come across that them um, bouncing back from it seems more of a challenge then, then than then. their counterparts. Okay, um, so then I'll ask the question like this. Do you believe the punishment system is fair across the board? Or do you believe the punishment system is too sometimes too great. I've legit watched a Marine get NJP for not paying a car note. And the first thing that they took from him was his money. And I'm like, how did this make sense? <laughs> NJP him because he couldn't pay a bill. And then you took his money, which could further hurt him from paying a bill. Do you, do you sometimes believe that the punishment system is just a little bit unfair? I think... The let me say this the system in a generic form makes sense. How the the punishments are divvied out at times I call into question. Okay. For that particular for that particular situation, leadership has to be vocal. So if the Marine got in trouble for not paying his car note, we need to pull the whole onion back. You will, what the punishment should be is, okay, have you as a leader, I would ask the leadership, did you take this Marine to go get financial classes, financial planning classes? Did this Marine go to the first time car buyers class? Because they offer that on basis. Do the... Did the young Marine or service member have a budget? Did you sit down and talk to them? 
Because back in the day, when I was a young troop, I literally had to go and sit down with my staff and CEO when I said I wanted to buy a car. It was mandatory. Mm -hmm. I didn't like the guy that much, but it was like, okay, I mean, I got to go. And he actually went with me to go shop around for my first car. He took his time and he drove me around to go. And we talked about what I looked for and what I had and gave me a pointers. Does that still happen? In some cases it does. But when you talk about the punishment is like when the, the person that's divvying out the punishment is where I call in the question sometimes. Because okay. some, some may go with their emotions instead of logic. Mm -hmm. That's where the gray area is. Like putting a married Marine on restriction and EPD. Like, I, 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 or married, like, I just find that to be not like where you might fix the Marine in a certain area, you, you could potentially be causing issues in another. You know, you, he's not able to go home. You keep him here in the barracks. He works until eight, nine o'clock at night, every night. And by the time he is able to, you know, you talking about 45 days away from his family. And I just find that to where it, that could just create an issue. Now he's good on this side, but now he has an issue at home. And now you're like, well, dead. but at, at, again, this goes into today's society. Where, where is, where do I own that? Mm-hmm. Where, where, where do I take ownership of putting myself in this predicament? I'm not excusing the excessive punishment, not, not justifying that. But me as a person, I have to internalize and like, well, how did I get to this point? Right. As a leader, how I have to look at how did you get to this point? Is something going on at home? What's going on? Talk to me. There's always an underlying thing. That's why I say... Going back to your earlier point about letting letting the sergeants lead me as a leader, sometimes I got to jump in there because there may be there may be something I'm seeing on the outside that may cause some type of concern, and I may have to ask that again. If if you got in trouble, you got to pay the piper, but there's mm -hmm. I just can't leave you out there. You right. know what? You you got caught underage drinking. Why were you drinking? What was it? Was it peer pressure? What was it stress? let's talk about ways to deal with your stress that doesn't have to deal with alcohol. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you do have a problem. Maybe let's go get somebody to talk to you about it. There has to be some after effects that go on to it because the, the sit there is no perfect system. It's no perfect system. Again, like I say, there's a gray area because the person handing out the punishment can be in a field. Mm-hmm. They may be like, I'm protecting you from yourself. So I'm going to put you on 45 days restriction. Okay. I'm going to hang myself in this motherfucking barracks. There's a deeper issue besides the fact I went and did something stupid. Right. Own my, I need to own my stupidity. I need to own it. And I think a young, the younger generation doesn't want to put that in there. Or they want to minimize, yeah, I fucked up, but you ain't have to go there. You ain't have right. to do that. No, bro. You 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 gotta you gotta eat that. Yeah. I can't I can't control how you feel about it, your perception of it, or what it is. I can only control how I react to it. 
Mm-hmm. And we're not teaching our young people, in particular us, how to control our emotions. Because right. the expectation is you go come out of a box. They expect, they expect us to, they, ex, they, they expect that. Right. They don't expect you to be like, I'm going to fix myself. I'm going to work on this. I'm going to do this. They don't expect that. They don't expect the, the, the black leaders to reinvest into that person that had a misstep. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you can't have that fear of oh, I, I'm, how I'm going to look to them. Mm-hmm. You have to, the fear of looking weak because you reinvested back into we're still people it's still a human I may have a uniform on but that's still somebody's child mm-hmm. that's still somebody's daughter that's still somebody's son and I have been charged with to, to take care of them I'm not going to baby you but I'm going to at least try to get you in a better position and leave you in a better place than where I found you so that's just my opinion on that system Okay. All right. Well, we, Jamal, you got you got any questions before we, we wrap it up? I got one more. Uh, okay, so it's I been, told you, I'll be as long as y'all need me to stay. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> but I can't. I got to be working at three forty five. You know. You know that. Uh, that yeah. The clock don't stop. You know. So it's been two hundred and how many years? You said 37, 47 years. Forty seven, sir. Get it right. I, I, I was close. No, we just had a birthday. Forty seven are very close. They are very very close. I was That's ten years, years apart. Old. Stop. I was 10 years old. <laughs> anyway, so it's been 247 years. We finally got our first four-star black general. How do you feel about it? Uh, I'm happy for him. Um, it just certifies that we still have to fix a lot in this nation. Happy to see it. Happy to be a part of history, but at the same token, it's it's sad that that that's a big deal. It's mm-hmm. sad that that's a big deal, and it that it shows that we we have more to do. Um, we have more to be concerned about than some of the petty things that we we deal with. Um, you know, it. We need more. We need more scientists. We need more entrepreneurs. We need more of generals than we need another rapper. We mm-hmm. we, we uh, another another athlete. You know, we we need to highlight those things and say that these things are attainable. But we have to take the baby steps to say, okay, what what is what what can I reach? There are steps to get to that. But before I can get to that, where do I need to go at from here? Um, happy to see it. Um, but it just further highlights that we have uh, so much more to go in this in this nation, not just in the military. Um, the military is just a microcosm of, of, of society. Right. Um, so I was happy to see it. But it was kind of one of them like, that's what's up. Damn shame that that this it took all this this long. (laughs) You know, and I've met several, you know, black generals throughout my career. Uh, Hell, I got a retired one that lives in my neighborhood. You know, I found out 
Um, and he was a two star uh, when he retired, right? But it's like it, that should it shouldn't be a unique thing. Yeah, it should across, be more common than what it is across the services, you know. And I ain't trying to pick on the army, but the army has a strong African American population. But how many four-star generals have they had? I want to say maybe one. And the Army's population, soldier-wise, is 10 times that of the Marine Corps. Yeah. yeah. Like, That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. As a nation, yeah. as a, not just the Marine Corps, you know what I'm saying? As a nation, as the armed forces, as a nation, we still have so much more to grow. And it would be a beautiful thing to say, Oh wow, there's another four-star general. Instead of saying, "Oh wow, it's a black four-star general," yeah, you know what I'm saying. And, and other people are beating their chest. Oh, the Marine Corps got this. Really? That that you know, y'all y'all think y'all is justified now? Mm-hmm. We did it. We we did it. Y'all could be quiet. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. Kind of like you know, when, when when President Obama first got elected. Like, well, there you go. We gave we, we gave it to you. You got one. So you got you, know, you got one. You got one. I go be quiet. Go be quiet. You know, it's like right. no, we we still need to push the issue. But I know you guys want to go. What I would say for us internally as uh, African Americans, we need to police our own. Um, we need to highlight. We need to push. We need to stress. Going back to your co- your point about what would I say to another young person is that you know we need to to it's okay to love one another to tell to tell you you gentlemen hey I'm proud of you guys I appreciate being in your presence I ain't got a mean mug you when I walk past you mm-hmm. What's up King you know I I can salute you and and it doesn't minimize or diminish the type of man that I am um value the, the the queens in our society and highlight those people that are doing the non-traditional things you know i ain't knocking nobody who wants to do music i love music like anybody else i love sports like everybody else but that that don't put us in that box right and we can't keep putting ourselves in that box that's the conversation nobody want to have yeah you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I hope I answered the question. I'm sorry. I yeah. kind of went. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I got a last two-parter for you. And we're gonna wrap okay. this up. Two-part okay. question. As you near uh your retirement, do you have a life already planned after retirement? What does that look like? And what would you tell 19-year-old you or P you know, PFC you? Back then, what would you tell him if you could talk to him today? What would you tell him? I would tell him, um, don't touch that shit. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, I probably would have told, I probably would have told the 19 the, the year old me to um, start school earlier. Um, don't deviate from your budget. Um, those would probably be the main two things I probably would have told myself 
back then. As far as the struggles I went through, um, I just would probably say, "Hey, man, get your popcorn because you about to go through some some things." Because it made me it made me who I am, right? But the the two things I I would have at least along your struggles, those two things you you you, you go to school early earlier, package, right? Um, and make sure you you stay with it because the nineteen year old me I was on a budget. I knew how much I spent on bubble gum. It's just you know. The bling bling error came and I was like, shit. <laughs> my shine all around. Hey, you heard me? So um that that's what I was to the 90 year old me. Um, as far as life uh outside of the Superman suit, mm-hmm. um, well, I'm 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 laying the groundwork for that now. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm 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 planting those seeds now. With the hopes of reaping those harvests when you know that ceremony comes, you know, because my dream for my ceremony is to cry and smile at my retirement. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna cry because I'm gonna miss it. I'm gonna miss the brotherhood. I'm gonna miss the sisterhood. I'm gonna miss leading Marines and taking care of Marines. But I'm gonna smile because I'm gonna be like, I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> do you plan on staying around it i know a lot of a lot of people retire and they stay around the culture and then there's a lot of us like me where we don't i mean obviously it's just because where i moved to really mm-hmm. where you just move away from the culture and so you're not you're not in it anymore or are you like nope i gave you everything i had i'm i don't know i think that's too hard to tell why you end because like you yeah. don't really know where you land on that spectrum because you could mm-hmm. fall anywhere from I miss it and I want to go back to nah, I kind of like that beard that Jamal got over there. <laughs> like that looked nice. I want to grow one. I, I put you like this. When I first came in, I used to I, I remember getting chewed out because I walked across the grass. Get your ass up grass. I'm like, what his ass go do when he ain't got nothing else? Always <laughs> here I am. Hey, Marine, hey, 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 hey. Get off the grass. They got a sidewalk, right? I'm that guy now, right? So (laughs) your point of saying it's it's one thing to say, okay, hey, I'm going to do this when I get away while I'm in, right? Um, What I will say for me personally, I'm going to make sure I'm always readily available to anybody so whether i'm in the uniform or out leadership doesn't stop mentorship doesn't stop i'm invested in that i'm invested in that that's not oh just because i'm wearing a uniform i genuinely care about the success of other people i want to see people win i'm invested in that i get excited i'm excited that you guys got this podcast i'm excited Mm -hmm see the things that you guys do that's not gonna stop once the uniform come on so to you to answer your question that staying around it is me still being a leader outside of that and that's going to always be a part of my personality once it's all said and done so um but i'm laying the seeds right now got the clothing line um i'm actually working on a second clothing line um, I got a consulting 
you know, help people write their own books. Um, we'll probably go start yeah, writing some of that out. Let the people know where to uh, find you at. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I got you know. What I'm saying I, I brought, I brought, I brought product, baby. I bought product. You know. Yeah, <laughs> show it off. Don't <laughs> uh, you know? You know, Gumbo Warrior recipe of a true leader. Okay. The Green Monster lessons, quotes, and philosophies of a warrior. You know what I'm saying? So can you know, we get you, these on Amazon? Oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know. Now, if you want them autographed, you know, you can go to to macassier.com, www.mokacia.com. You know, and I'll gladly autograph them for you. Got okay. gear, you know what I'm saying? Got the positivity, you know what I'm saying? I I, I keep that going. I'm actually I'm actually show y'all something that I haven't shown to a lot of people that I just came out with. So sneak peek. Oh, is that the doso hat? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and put in my order for that. So yeah, they, are they, are they ready right now? Christmas present. So I'm just saying, just saying, it's exclusive. Is they available right now? You got to inbox me for these. I ain't put these on. <laughs> I, 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 I put them on the website. Okay. I put them on the website. But it got the good give, quality. I'm going to have to give me that one. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, working, nice. so I'm working on, on a lot of things. I got the YouTube channel uh, for the, the, the weekly motivation videos on there. I have my own podcast. Um you know, I don't do the video part of it. You know, I just do the the, the vocal part of it. Um, the Barracks Room podcast, where I just kind of just talk about, you know, life and how it feels from that perspective. Because I never forgot where I came from. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when I when I speak on there, I speak from every level that I've been at as a young person. You know, as a young leader. You know what I'm saying? And as a person, you know what I'm saying? In the position I'm currently in. So. Working on that. Got the got the podcast. I'm working on my wife's website. Uh, okay. So you know, Can you give her, us her uh, inside scoop into what your wife do for the uh, website. Oh yeah, she, so she she does pastries. You know, she retired from the Marine Corps already, so she does pastries. Uh, she a fool with it. So uh, just trying to put her out there because if you know what I'm saying, if I shine, my wife got to shine. You know what I'm saying? So. Ooh, yeah, so her 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 website. I'm about to probably I'm gonna try to drop that this Friday. That's my goal. But to put her website out there, um, we got the consulting business. If anybody has an interest in writing their own book, I got I have uh, my own consulting uh, firm with that, so I can help people self publish their books. Mm. I'm just working, man. I'm I'm in college right now. You know what I'm saying. I, I can't be a hypocrite and tell people to go to college and I ain't going to college. So absolutely. Done that, might have to go back. Hey, do do your thing. Do your thing. I'm 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 working on a lot of stuff, man. The like I said, I got the YouTube channel, Makassier 504. Um the clothing line, Makassier clothing. Um also got the day on stay on brand as well. Uh, the wife's mother of three edible delights. Uh, I'm writing books. I'm an author, and I'm on Amazon. So I got a lot going on. Um, my hope is that I inspire and I motivate people because everything is about motivation and positivity. And I hope that the things that I'm doing um, inspires not only people in the military to to invest in themselves. Um, 
but motivate and inspire people that may not be in the military to go out there and pursue their greatness. And it's okay to be an average person doing above average things. You don't have to be attached to a microphone or a ball. Right. Absolutely. We want to thank you so much for joining us this evening. Thank you so much. Uh, Spending your time out the evening. Come down and just kick it with us. Just willy-nilly. Give you your flowers. Thank you for your 26 years of service Ooh, and many more that you plan on giving us. Thank you. Uh, like always, Unapologetically Black is brought to you by RDI Financial, um, where we help you with all your credit broke. and financial needs, um, where you can't help broke people being broke. Yeah. What it means is, because I know a lot of people ask me, "What, well, Rich, what you mean by you can't help broke people being broke? Um, if you're broke, you can't help nobody. So you got to stop being broke. So that you can help broke people. All right. That's what we do around here. We 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 help like that. pour from an empty cup. All right. Uh, but like always, till next time, man. Y'all stay safe, y'all stay healthy, and always stay unapologetically black. Good night, folk. We love y'all. Good night. Appreciate y'all.